What's up, what's up, podcast family? This is your boy, Chris Ten, and I'm here with my co-host. What's your name again? You gonna act like you don't know my name. What's your name? My name is Gabby. Gabby, <laughs> how you doing? I'm doing all right, and yourself? I'm doing well. We need the applause behind us. <laughs> Golf clap, you know what I mean? <laughs> One of those. <laughs> Welcome to another edition of Push Start. We're more than elated to just have people that are willing to listen to us, take time out of your busy days. Definitely. Just to hear what we got going on. Definitely. So, but in the same, that makes it our obligation to make what we say entertaining and very truthful, very real, and we come from the heart. Of course. You got to. How's your day been? Oh, it's been a good day. This really? is my first event of the day. Really? Just about. And they canceled class for me, so I'm good. I'm going to tell y'all, she came in here with food and didn't offer it to nobody. First of all. Bad gal. <laughs> I told y'all I was getting food. <laughs> Have y'all ever been around somebody that eats and then you can smell it and, like, you weren't hungry at first, but the second you smell, like, some, some cheese fries, like, your stomach just started, oh, my God. Gosh. Yeah, that, it, it's real. But mm-hmm. I didn't have no cheese Must fries, so we good. <laughs> no, let's get into it. We're going to start off with our motivation. It is actually a scripture. It comes from Psalms 37, verses 1 through 4. And it says, Do not be agitated by evildoers, nor do not envy those who do wrong, for they shall be soon cut down like green grass and wither like green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. Delight yourself in the Lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart. My motivation today comes from a story. And I touched on it a little bit on the last show. Uh, I have a friend of mine, a very close friend of mine. And I'm going to put him on blast because I know I can and he won't get mad. (laughs) But I have a very close friend who recently got married. And during the preparation for his wedding, they were having some issues booking their venue at the date they wanted the date they wanted was available, and but they were kind of bullied into having to take the date that was a week prior to that date for, you know, but they wanted that date for sentimental reasons. So nevertheless, they were basically outbid it for the date they wanted and had to settle for a week earlier. Well, my friend and his then fiance decided not to worry, just to thank God and just keep pressing forward, you know, think about the positive things like... Um, just having having a venue available, being able to afford it, different things like that. But here's where the story gets interesting. So basically, like I said, they were bullied out of the date that they wanted. But almost a year later, that company, the venue, ended up having to file for bankruptcy because of the owner was taking money, allegedly, from and the company was forced to close. Their wedding was on October 25th, the last Saturday of the month. And that venue's last date was October 31st. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, I didn't mean to laugh at that. (laughs) They were literally the last wedding ever in that company. And the the couple that took their spot, of course, was not able to have their wedding at that venue, which I definitely sympathize. But it goes back to just trust in the Lord and do good, dwell on his faithfulness, and he'll give you the desires of your heart. So do you think they... Think bad about that decision now? Definitely not. Not. So, and then we're talking about people not even being able to get their money back from that that venue. What? Yeah. 
Oh my goodness, I would have been so upset. I know. You know, I'd have went, oh, I'd have went bone quickly on her. I know you did. No, no, I'm just playing. No. I wouldn't do that. That's yeah. I would hope not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would hope. Well, not. yeah. Okay, Miss Gab. Moving on though. But yeah, everybody do well. Don't worry about it. It's gonna yeah. be all right. <laughs> Don't worry about a thing. Every little thing. It's gonna <laughs> be all right. Don't okay. you get me started. <laughs> right. So, how was your Valentine's Day? My Valentine's Day was actually. Pretty chill. Um, I worked. You so, worked? Yeah, I told you last time. That's because you work. love the money, girl. Yeah, I see you know, I'm married you. to the money. You know, nothing oh else. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but um, I just worked. I got off work. We ain't got some wine immediately. What? Yeah, I was chilling by myself. I actually did hang out with my roommate for a little while. You know, right. we drank a little bit of wine, chilled. Ain't really do nothing too crazy. That's kind of dope, though. I like yeah. the the Netflix no chill kind of day. Yeah, I pretty much. You. you know, I was watching uh, what's that one show on Netflix? Um, the one with the uh, with the hormone monster. What's it called? Yeah, Big, Big Mouth. Big yeah, Mouth. Big. I was watching Big Mouth, and then we went and got some um, Waffle House. And I was satisfied for the night. Speaking of Waffle House, I'm glad you brought that up. Why? Let me tell you about my Valentine's Day. Okay. So, <laughs> you met my lovely girlfriend. Of course. And she decided this year she wanted to take me out for Valentine's Day. She took you to Waffle House? How you know? How'd you know? Because you said speaking of. I know. <laughs> so, I had no clue that Waffle House did this, but they, like, decked the restaurant out. I don't even know what it's called. But they deck the restaurant out like they have a, a hostess. They have like, I mean, they redecorate the entire restaurant. They have like this. They upvamp the meal. And really? Yeah, you have to get dressed up to go, and you have to make reservations. Dang, I didn't know that was a thing because mm. I sure went and they didn't have none of that. Yeah, yeah, I'm talking about. We had two T bones. It was. Ugh, they took pictures of us. Everything. They had it like photo booths. Up. They had the whole nine like red carpet. Everything. Which Waffle House was this? This was like somewhere in, I want to say, Pillion? It's like, I think one Waffle House per city does this. Each oh, okay. So I have I had Waffle House too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, you know, what did you have? You said you, said you had a T-bone steak. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I had the hash browns. <laughs> I told them, they was just like, what do you want on your hash browns? I said, let me tell you, bring me, let me just tell you what I don't want. Mushrooms, bring everything else you got. No mushrooms, everything else? Mm -mm. I don't like mushrooms. I feel like Mike Tyson biting on uh, Holyfield's ear when I eat mushrooms. Ew. See, you know what's weird? i never seen somebody. See, my roommate, he's cool. Good guy. But. That's how you know she's about to say something bad about him. No. <laughs> Stop. Stop. They were the like, he was cool on Tuesdays. But when you got the Thursday? Mm. Mm. Okay, but I have never seen somebody put. Mushrooms, mm -hmm. jalapenos, mm -hmm. and what else did he add in his hash browns? It was looking real crazy. Mm -hmm. But I was just like, I don't even know if I would want to eat that. Like, he didn't eat it either. So I know it wasn't good. <laughs> it couldn't have been. But I've never seen somebody put that on their hash browns. I'm not judging anybody who does, but it's a little, it's a little weird. Well, what did you order? Oh, I ordered a hash brown bowl. That's pretty normal, right? What did you get? Did you get anything in it? Yeah, of course. What'd you get in it? I just got like the regular like sausage hash brown bowl. Oh, you basic. I'm, oh, I'm basic. You basic. I need you to upgrade your order game. Like, I need you to hit the special, the Texas cheesesteak milk. See, I was a little nervous because I, I normally go to Waffle House and order like one thing. Really? Yeah, that's the only thing I ever ordered from there. Yeah. And I, a, like a waffle or something. 
I'm hating a Waffle House because now they add the tip gratuity in you. So you tipping on top of tipping. It's like they tripping. Because they know. Ain't nobody for the tip there. <laughs> so no, of course they me, got to. Let me tell you something. Okay, this is no surprise. There's a stereotype that stop. Color stop. don't tip that well. That's not true. So I always... I know it's not true, but I always try to over tip, overcompensate to yeah. kind of like lessen the stereotype. Yeah. But when I saw a tip on top of a tip, have you ever, let me ask you something. You ever pulled your phone out and calculated how much actually 18% is, 20%? Yeah. Are you, see, I, that's actually quite a bit. But see, the service gets bad when they see you doing math on your phone. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, this man it is for the tip. It 10%, do. 5%. <laughs> so she, he ain't for the tip, nothing. She was on my way to the table with my, my drink in her hand. And then when she saw me do that, she put more ice in it. I was like, oh, <laughs> you so salty. So, no, I overtip, but, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Just <laughs> oh, my That's goodness. funny. All right. So, um, we're actually going to go into our next segment. And um, these are some black history facts that you may not have known. So, um, I guess a lot of the things that we saw in church growing up were actually like a lot of slave traditions, which is kind of crazy to me, but it's been going and it's still going to this day. So, um, one would be... Oh, so the first one we have is why ushers hold their hands behind their backs in church. Now, people know in church, the ushers, the white gloves, they sit in the back, they direct you to your seat like mm-hmm. you can't see where you're f- y'all sit in the same place every Sunday like I don't understand <laughs> why you need <laughs> I don't understand but so we looked into it and we found out that the reason that they walk with one hand behind their back I don't know why I'm doing it in the studio but <laughs> the reason that they walk with one hand behind their back while they're giving out money is because in slave times they were ushers to predominantly white churches mm-hmm. so they would have to do that as a reminder not to steal money quote unquote Mm. yeah it was crazy i was like what so i mean because we in my home church we still do that to this day like when they they bring the money out they stick their hand behind their back and they pass the plate i feel like that's also um just etiquette too because in um pageantry when you have like an escort they mm-hmm. always keep the hand behind the back kind of thing and that's like a, kind of like a respect thing too. Mm-hmm. I didn't do that in the boat today and I kept my hand in my pocket. Ah, mm. mm-hmm. oh, see you no. messed up. Cause my, my date like she was like she had like long fingernails like I thought she might grab like I had some stuff in my pocket that I wanted to keep. Uh, <laughs> stop. <laughs> Alright so the next one we have is gonna be Hush Puppies. Oh. Can I tell them where hush puppies come from? Go ahead. So the word hush puppies actually comes from an old slave tradition. So everybody knows just cornmeal deep fry. Easy. Boom. Bam, bam. Got So y'all laughing at me. So what they would do is like <laughs> when slaves were like running away and they would have dogs sicked on them. That was like the easy to grab and go food. So they would throw hush puppies at the dogs to occupy them so they could escape. Henceforth the name hush, hush puppies. puppies. I'm so weak. Yeah. See? Do you eat hush puppies? I didn't growing up. I didn't growing up. I, I won't lie. I used to be like, Ugh. but I, I do like them now. If yeah. you do them right, like if you yeah. do them like the onion, the flake. Yeah, if you make it real good, then it's, it's okay. I'm going to make disclaimer alert. I think that Jiffy is better than uh, cornbread from scratch, too. just want to put that out there. Uh, I'm sorry. I think you need the right cornbread in your life. Hmm? Who got the right cornbread, Miss Hash Browns with sausage, old basin. Yo, relax. <laughs> Actually, my mom makes this Hawaiian cornbread. It is so time good out, time, and it's so Hold sweet. Hold up. Time out. Pause. What? You did not just tell me your black mother makes Hawaiian cornbread. What is that even like? It's delicious. It's like, it's almost like cake, 
like your mama made pound cake sweetie she didn't make cornbread yo relax no she didn't (laughs) that's different pound cake is real dense hawaiian cornbread is not okay tell me how 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 does I just, it's like cake-like. It's okay. more like cake-like than cornbread. Like, you know how, like, the Jiffy, sometimes, like, if you cook it too long, that shit is, like, rock hard. I ain't never had that problem. Yeah, I agree. Some people do. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's real cake-like. It's real moist, and it's delicious. You can literally just, I mean, I don't know. That's just kind of what I grew up off of, and I loved it. So mm-hmm. I still, I still like, eat it to this day. So wow. I do need to get the recipe, though. Yeah, that, that's crazy. One of these days, I'll show you. Like, I'll find the recipe. Well, actually, probably have to ask my mom. Oh, my goodness. And, you know, I'll make some. Y'all, we'll take a poll online and we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll post, like, the ingredients and let you all try it out yourself. See what you think. I don't know if everybody eats cornbread. I love cornbread, so. It makes you thick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we are going to move along to breaking news. What's going on in the world today, guy? So, um, Amy Harwick, a Hollywood sex therapist and a former fiance of Drew Carey, was killed last weekend, actually. Um, Los Angeles police arrested the ex-boyfriend, um, 41-year-old Gareth Purse House, in connection with her death, and she was found beneath a three-story balcony. Crazy. Um, who was she? So if um, any of you don't know who Amy Harwick is, she is actually a former Playboy model, and she turned into a sex therapist. So um, they, the police also said that after their relationship ended, um, Amy put out a restraining order against her ex-boyfriend, and that just expired. So guess what? Mm, <laughs> guess what? It sounded like he planned that. Maybe, but, you know... Um, what is it? Uh, not guilty until. No, <laughs> what is innocent it? until innocent. proven guilty. She said not guilty until. Well, I mean, I guess that's right, though. Yeah. So um, the story does get better. Um, Fox um, 11 reported that Gareth appealed, appeared on a local comedy show weeks prior, and um, it was called Kill Tony. Shut up. <laughs> Kill Tony. Oh, my goodness. And one of the producers of the show, um, Brian Redband, described him as a creep. I would, too. So um, the cameras actually caught Redband's face during the um, Purse House's performance, and his actions definitely dictated that he was a little uneasy with the show. So, you know. You know how that goes. So. Wow, I know. The funny, the crazy part about that is that he said that Purse House gave him weird stares and he was making you know fun of the show's host because you think about him being a comedian. When you're a comedian, the one thing that you don't want to do is talk about the people that are hiring you. But, you know, they also removed him from the stage. And then, so, I mean, he was just a real creepy guy according to the producers. But I guess it's easy to say that after the fact where at For first sure. you're trying to guess kind of his motives. But Drew Carey then released a statement and said that Amy and I had a love that people are lucky to have once in a lifetime. She was a positive force in the world. I am overcome with grief. He is being held on a $2 million bail. Which brings up my next point that I want to I bring some light to. So you're telling me if somebody is murdered, accused of first-degree murder, and his was actually suspicion of murder, why, why can money ha- potentially danger someone else? Well, he could harm while still out on bail. I don't. I don't get that. I. I. I can't say too much about that one. I don't know. You, you got somebody out on bail? <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, but I know. I, I think it's a it's a it's a real reasonable question because you have somebody that's accused of killing somebody. Yeah. 
pretty pretty good evidence. I mean, mm-hmm. people say he was weird, and then, but you give him the opportunity to be out on bail. Well, he he can only go a hundred feet from his home, oh, so he can't hurt nobody at home. Right. That's just that's just how I look at it. I feel like the justice, you know, the justice system is. But I mean, uh, yeah, they, I mean they are like they might be millionaires, so it's probably two million might not be nothing. But to us regular everyday people, that's a lot. Yeah. So, kind of just depends. Some people can't even put five thousand up for bail. Mm-hmm. So you know. Yeah, that wasn't the only breaking news we got this morning. Um. So we actually just found out that Pop Smoke had just passed away, and he was twenty years old. Sad time for a lot of us in the um into hip hop music as of right now. So according to TMZ, the rapper Pop Smoke, he was actually at home, um, and it was around like 4.30 a.m. when two, two men um, wearing hoodies and masks broke into his house. And um, according to the law enforcement sources, we were told that the two men fired multiple shots, striking and critically wounding Pop Smoke. And so the two men were seen fleeing on foot. So, um, this is a very sad time. Um, Pop Smoke actually just released an album, like, about a week ago. And that one was called, um, Meet the Woo V2, which is, this is, like, a crazy time right now. Like, it, I don't even know what to say at this point. I know so many people who were, who were affected by this because they really listened to his music. This man was, like, a legend in New York. And And to be fair so the listeners understand, like, we had planned to talk about him on today's show anyway because of that album yeah exactly so it's really sad but you know so life is too short you can only just say that let me ask you a question though do you feel like do you feel like rappers and artists and entertain and people in the entertainment industry do you think that they should seek therapy definitely you think so definitely i think everybody should at some point in their life Mm -hmm. because everybody is going through some type of whether it be a childhood trauma adult trauma like any type of trauma like i think everybody should go to therapy at least once in their life all right let me ask you something else can you imagine like two chains on the couch talking about all his nightmares and stuff yes you could (laughs) yeah two chains like six six (laughs) two chains that man you know, he got a family, like, and he, I know he's been through a lot, so yeah. for, like, for two sure. Chains. What I do you see in the morning when you wake up? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I think that would be more like Migos <laughs> saying something like that. Could you imagine him in, like, one of the circles, though? It was just like, introduce your name. <laughs> I'm 2 Chains. <laughs> Hi, 2 Chains. <laughs> What's your problem? I'm addicted to money. <laughs> Stop. No, People be having real problems, though. So. <laughs> yeah, but um, ABC News actually reported that Fort Valley Police Department is searching for Anitra Gunn, who's 23. She was last seen on February 14th, Valentine's Day, outside of the Fort Valley uh, University. It said that the police department is searching for her. She was seen, like I said, on the 14th, but her car was actually found a day later. The police department also stated that foul play could have been present, and her car was found a day later. It's, it's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, a lot sure. of crazy stuff. A lot, a lot of crazy stuff. Let me, yeah, let me. Um, I'm gonna kind of jump the ship a little bit because I just want to get your, just get your opinion on some things. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we did. We shot a short story, and for people that don't know, we shot a film together, and it was called Unseen. Capital U, lowercase n, capital S, capital C, E N E. And the premise of the of the video was to 
to showcase the part of campus and the part of downtown Columbia that you don't know and that you don't have the opportunity to see. For one, because it's either yesterday's news or because of uh, the protection of reputation throughout maybe the university, maybe the city. So we played on this. We, we shot it. We filmed it. We produced it. We acted in it. We didn't, we didn't want any outside sources to help us with this because we just had this, this kind of intention to, to just showcase some things that people don't see. You know, we there's been, you know, suicide from campus people have no clue about. There's been, you know, um, the, the girl last year that got into the wrong Uber. Mm-hmm. You know, these things are being washed away there. We had a professor that was accused of doing some, some really bad things while overseas with a group of students. And I just feel like as students, we're entitled to know. Yeah, you know what exactly. I mean? So I got to ask you, just based off, off of what, and we'll post, the, we'll post the short film so you all can see. How safe do you feel just downtown Columbia, period, just being a woman? I would just say that, oh, I got some stories for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> just in general, Columbia, I don't feel that Columbia is that safe. Really? Col- yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I'm not even from here. But just even being downtown at night, like, it's actually very scary. Like, if you're by yourself, like, you have to really watch yourself because Mm -hmm. nobody else is going to be watching out for you. Right. So, um, I'll tell you a quick story. I was downtown one time. Mm -hmm. I was with one of my homegirls, and this is in Five Points, you know. (sighs) Five Points has a reputation, you know, of course. Mm -hmm. But... I was literally standing on uh, on the side of the street with my homegirl, waiting for some other friends to to um, walk up on us. There was a guy with him, him and his friend, and they literally split me and my friend. Like when I say split us, walked, walked straight them. in between us. And one of his friends did that. The other one came straight up to me, and literally tried to kiss me. Mm-hmm. I don't know him. Never seen him before. He literally comes up to me and like his gets like literally centimeters away from my face mm-hmm. and tries to kiss me. The second I try to push him away, he got mad at me and told me I was lame. Really? Yeah. Wow. It's not safe out here. Even something as small as that, like, and it's not small, but it's it is on the grander scheme of things right something as small as that like for things like that to be happening on a regular basis that's sad do you feel like the university should step in even what's going on in five points at this point um they're not going to i know i feel like i don't even know how they could step in at that point mm-hmm. because it's just people from all backgrounds come they're just to party. Right. And so I don't know if they even can step in. Yeah, and the crazy thing about that is I'm doing a project in one of my classes, and mm-hmm. the three ladies in my class, they actually, they said that they don't feel safe, not just on campus, they don't feel safe around campus. Yeah. They said, you know, we have a growing population of homeless individuals here in Columbia, which I definitely sympathize, but they said that they come up to them, they knock on their windows, they try to get money, you know, and I feel like, you know, Subtle stuff like that that make people uneasy about being around here. I feel like the university could step in at least, you know, try to implement some laws and be like, you can't, you know, solicit for money. You can't do some things like that. Start arresting something. Because, I mean, think about it. What do we have on campus that, uh, that'll that actually help us? We have the, the blue light. I call it the blue light special. Man. <laughs> the, the blue light towers that I've never seen anybody use. And I, I don't see campus police. No, I ever. don't. And you know what's crazy? The crazy thing about it is the last class 
at on campus, I think like started around like ten fifty, ten thirty, something mm-hmm. like that. The last shuttle ends at six o'clock. So imagine those that have to get that get a shuttle to school and have to walk home. Yeah, that's scary. You know, so I mean I raise that question a lot and and it kinda and I'm gonna kinda transition into our next topic because I was wondering when we were thinking about doing this uh doing this segment, you know, I had a lot of thoughts about you know, well, what kind of interactions do I have, even as a non-traditional male, you know, black male that's on campus? And I noticed that women particularly, mm-hmm. but not just women, but women particularly, act different just being out and when they're by themselves. Like, I noticed, like, when I walk past someone, typically they'll turn their head, you know, especially, mm-hmm. like, if it's a younger, let's mm-hmm. say, let's say Asian or something like that. If they're by themselves, they'll walk and they'll completely avoid eye contact just to not even like trigger a response. And at first I was just like, you know, the, the initial response was, oh, that's racist. You know, they just, you know. Yeah, they, they, it's they, not. They, it's really all about, mm-hmm. you know, just trying to protect yourself at Absolutely. all times. Like, Absolutely. My mom always told me, even though like some people avoid eye contact or whatever, my mom always told me that if you want to make sure that you're not going to get taken, look, look at them dead in their face. And walk past him and walk like you have a purpose. Mm-hmm. Because the second you start doing that. Shout out, my dude. <laughs> if you walk like you have a purpose, nobody is going to like really bother you too much. And if you look at them in their face, they're going to know that, oh, well, she's seen my face. And if you try to grab her or whatever she the case may be. Back. Exactly. Right. Because I will. <laughs> so, you know, just kind of one of those things. You got to be careful. So the moral of the story is do whatever you have to do to feel safe. Yeah. Uh, you so. know, I, I, I can say, let me tell you something. If somebody walks past me and stares me in my face because of you, I <laughs> just need to hit what? You know, you know, what? Then I beat you. <laughs> exactly. Dude, that's crazy. Because I, but, you know, is the, I think the biggest thing about being being here downtown, period, is like the stereotypes, like they play into the stereotypes. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, for sure. but don't don't get it twisted though, because black people hate to. So I will <laughs> I will say that. I mean, it, I think that's everybody. It's yeah. everybody. So it's not just you know a race thing. But mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. What's like the most awkward? Well, I guess you told us the, the most awkward thing that you ever had happen to you. Or was that the, not the most awkward? That probably wasn't the most awkward. I've oh, had a lot goodness. of weird things happen to that's me. That's because you <laughs> smell like that Hawaiian cornbread. They want it. Really? They want a piece of <laughs> Actually, it. Actually, I smell like pink sugar. Pink sugar? <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm sneezing in here. I sound like me. You know. <laughs> Bless me. I got it from the Caribbean store. Where? Where's mm-hmm. the Caribbean store at? Um, actually, I got it in Texas. I didn't get in it here. In Texas. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was wonderful. <laughs> do you drive to Texas or do you fly? Fly? Who's people. driving there? I, I know people that drive there. That's a long drive. Yeah. That's like 18 hours. I'm, I'm going to start driving, taking long trips because, you know, I have long hair. Yeah, I'm a little darker <laughs> shade. Every time I go through customs, you, sir, with the the, the, the locks, please step to the side. <laughs> I need to pat your hair. <laughs> like, whoa, it's relax, bro. Like, it's always random. You know, I always make this joke. I was like, could you imagine? Jesus wouldn't be able to get over here on the plane. He just wouldn't. <laughs> you with the sandals, all 12 of your friends. Y'all just, <laughs> step, step, step this way. <laughs> so you're doing a lot right now, mm-hmm, even though way. you're not. <laughs> that was water first, and now it's a different color. Nope. You know, what you doing over there? They found, found out Jesus got crystal light packets in his pocket. <laughs> You fool, yeah. I'm just playing, man. Oh my goodness. But yeah, I mean, oh, every time we, I went last time I went to Jamaica. I mean, I got like I was 
I was light skinned when I went, but when I came back, I, I had me a nice glow. I was happy, man. Yeah, for sure. They kept me in there for like three hours. They wouldn't let me bring nothing back. I was just like, man. What you mean they wouldn't let you bring anything? Like back? I had like little stuff because we did we did a Bible study, so okay. I had like like the. Everything that I went over there with, like, the materials I brought back, like, color pencils, yeah. like, kitty scissors, and all this or whatever, <laughs> it, it was just like, you just gonna have to leave it with us. I said, I'll throw it away, but I'm not gonna give it to you, but that's every time I go to the airport. Oh. So, hmm. the moral of the story is, I'm about to put some gas in this car. And, <laughs> and take, take a trip. Yeah. Are there okay. any updates on the coronavirus? Oh. I heard that there are more cases in the in, in the U.S. now. Oh, Jesus. Well, mm-hmm. y'all better be safe. Wash your hands. Uh-huh. <laughs> Wash your hands. I know. Like, I'm calling the people out now. They come out the bathroom like, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Get your ass back in here yeah. and wash their hands. Let me tell you something. Somebody walked past me. I turned the water on for them. You I got you, <laughs> I got you. It's already warmed up for you. If you're not washing your hands after the bathroom, you're just disgusting. I'll mm-hmm. just say that. <laughs> you're just disgusting. Yeah. Um, no so, manners. <laughs> no manners. Yeah, I heard something yesterday. I heard that, and I'm trying to find the story so I can give it to you guys the way that I received it. But heard that, you know, President Trump is actually going to, or might have already, is going to cut back on... Um, student debt forgiveness, signing a bill to end it. Oh. Yeah, so apparently it's not beneficial for the economy to be able to give back money that students need or be able to write it off. So that's something that seems to be going in place. And Can you say that one more time for the listeners? Yeah, so student debt forgiveness, it shouldn't affect people that are already receiving it, but mm. those that are going to apply for it, it may have some, uh, some difficulty getting any help because there was a bill that was signed that's not going to allow that to happen anymore and yes it's a pretty big deal you know y'all better vote vote please please vote <laughs> please yeah. i don't care what whatever you do with your life i don't care what your beliefs are please vote absolutely. and you know get this man out of here absolutely and it says the trump administration stopped to top student loan official said thursday that he will resign his position at the educational department and will work for a cancellation of nearly $1 trillion of federally administrated student loan debt. Mm-hmm. So, so hey, Wayne Johnson says he'll plan to promote a plan that will forgive up to $50,000 for anyone with federal student loans. So, mm-hmm. and that, that's according to democracynow.org. There are people that do care. We have to make sure that these people are the ones that are making decisions for us. Yeah, for so sure. Stay. What's, what's the word? Stay woke? <laughs> Please. Stay woke, pay your bills. <laughs> I need the money. <laughs> right. But, yeah, what else has been going on with you? How you been feeling? Like, what's what's new? What's new? Yeah, I heard you've been working out. I have been working out, actually. I did arms yesterday. You did arms yesterday? Yeah, I was looking kind of swole, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you got pop smoke, you got pop gab. What's up? <laughs> Ugly little boy. Exactly. Nothing really been too new with me. Um, actually, um, yeah, I guess a couple of things have been a little new. Um, we are looking for the new Miss Black and Gold, so we're get, we're preparing for that, you know, so I can crown the next queen. But, mm. tell, them what, tell them what that is again, because they may not remember. Um, the Miss Black and Gold pageant is a um, scholarship pageant for the fraternity Alpha Phi Alpha, um, and pretty much, like, you are the queen of a fraternity, and... You know, you get to go to their events you and, you know, like represent them. Yeah, you get a crown and everything. I like the tiara. Yeah, hey. all of that. So, 
We are, um, you know, preparing for the next pageant, which will be coming up here soon, within the next month or so. So, you know, whipping the girls into shape, <laughs> all of that. But when, when you say that, you really mean that, though. It, yeah. It takes training to be. Mm. You have to, you know, have the etiquette for pageants. You have to be on it. So, mm -hmm. yeah. It's yeah. really exciting. I'm super excited for the whoever is the next girl to win, you know, get to crown the next queen, <laughs> you know? I got you. Yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. Okay. Well, cool. Uh, definitely be on the lookout for that, and we'll definitely we'll put all these things online so people can see them. But we're going to move on to sports. The NBA All-Star Game was the other night. Yeah, for sure. Did you get a chance to watch it? I did not. You didn't? Let me <laughs> I you, didn't. Let me tell you something. The Kobe tribute. Like it would have brought tears to your eyes. Really? Like it was, it was on point. I mean, the entire weekend they even had, um, cause you know it's easy, it had two teams, team yeah, LeBron for sure. and then team. So, uh, one team had like Gianna's number on them. Everybody mm -hmm. had the same number, and the other team had Kobe's. Oh, that's so, so sweet. You know, I was team Gigi. That's so sweet. You know, so it was cool. But Common's performance, man, the way he brought him out, cause you know he's from Chicago. Yeah, he you right. know, he was Chi Town down. They. Honor Dwayne Wade, but people don't know I'm a huge Miami Heat fan. I don't know how I became a Miami Heat fan, but because I started out a Lakers fan, but you know we let that ride. I think, I think it had something to do with Shaq though, because when Shaq got traded, Shaq was my favorite player. Like when he was in Orlando, yeah. when he was I didn't like Orlando, but when he was with LA, like the Shaq and Kobe deal, yeah. that was my dude. That was my man, Pots and Pants. But yeah, so when he went to Miami, and I, I, I ran into this guy named Dwayne Wade. Ooh, yeah. I tell you, Ash got me tickets to um to the Lakers game, like at Charlotte game. That's so sweet. She's such a sweetie. Right. Such a good girlfriend. I know it. I know it. I told her I ain't never, For real. I'm going to start telling her more things I ain't never done. But, I, mean, <laughs> but I will tell you, though, like her surprises are, are like, whew. Like she had, let me tell y'all something. This, this woman here is going to have to start writing down her surprises so I can approve them. Like, the last surprise, she had me jumping out of a plane, y'all. <laughs> Black people don't do that. <laughs> she's like, girl, you tripping. <laughs> she, was, she was like, she's like, I got a surprise for you. Because I let me tell you something. For those that don't know, uh, I struggled a lot in school. So uh, when I first started my college career, I, I had a 1.5 GPA. Ooh. You know, and then I... As I progressed and you know went to another school, I ended mm -hmm. up having a four point GPA. So Wonderful. she, so Wonderful. yeah, so she was like, "I'm gonna look out for you. I'm gonna surprise you." She didn't tell me <laughs> <laughs> that this is doing, and then she called my mom too, and like she didn't know that my mother is afraid of heights, like terribly afraid of heights. She's like, hey, "I'm thinking about taking him to." To go skydiving, my mom said, "Say what?" All <laughs> <laughs> right, I would have been like, "Oh, okay." Now, now, mind you, my girlfriend does not look like me, so maybe she didn't get yeah. the memo that we ride in them, not jump out them. So, yeah, facts. But, <laughs> so, man, we got there, and she was like, "Okay, before you get out of the car, I need to tell you what we're doing." I was like, "Before I get out of the car, we've been in the car for two hours. I'm getting out of this car." She was just like, "We jumping out of a plane." I said, "Well, it's gonna be a long ride back to the house." Man. I'm ready. <laughs> but I did it, and it is dope. I need to go ahead and post the video and if she told me she was gonna go first they opened that door she she had like she didn't know me she said <laughs> she you going uh-huh man so but i had i had a ball would i do it again no <laughs> but i had i had a ball but i i digress but yeah it's okay <laughs> I, zion williamson could still possibly be rookie of the year of course I that's mean, obvious right? dude is 
balling. <laughs> he been balling since he started. What? Man, let me tell you. I told y'all last last show um, how I became, you know, how I knew about Zion. It's because my younger cousins, yeah. they were going to watch him play in high school. And For they sure. were just like, who y'all going to see? Why y'all dressing up to go to a basketball game? He was just like, bruh. It's this dude. <laughs> right. Yeah. His name is Zion. I was like, man, ain't nobody going out. And I, I I didn't go. They invited me to go a few times. I was like, I ain't going to no high school basketball game. Mm-hmm. It turned out to be Zion they was going to watch. No, yeah. So, yeah. That's legit. USC women's basketball. I think that they could be some WNBA teams. You think so? Absolutely. They are legit. <laughs> so, what, I can definitely. What did they do the other night against Vanderbilt? They uh, whooped. They. <laughs> <laughs> they won 95 to 44. God, dog. Bro, what? That sucks, too, because I got a friend of the family that uh, plays for uh, Vanderbilt. You know, shout out, Kendall. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah, but you know, USC whooping that ass. <laughs> so. Y'all, I stopped cursing like three years ago. <laughs> and I feel like it's taking some of the emphasis out of my voice. I was going to say they were... They were beat pretty badly, but I, what did you say, Gab? Whooping that ass. Oh <laughs> That's what they were doing. <laughs> and I think they're going to do it to LSU, too. You know what? <laughs> I'm going to the game. Don Staley, if you can hear this message. <laughs> keep doing what you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> I didn't I didn't put that out there. I, we know you're a politically correct coach. Like, you don't talk <laughs> bad about nobody. So we understand that. But, um what they was doing, Gal? You know what they was doing. They was tearing it up. Uh huh. And last thing, Tom Brady may be on his way out with the Patriots. Finally. Who? Finally. <laughs> Let me tell you something. After twenty years, I'm tired of hating on Brady. I was like, he had won so many times. He tired really of, did. I'm tired of hating on him. You know, they were just like, you know, throwing some names. That who? Who do you see being like a good fit as a replacement? I don't even know. I know my brother is a huge Brady fan. So, you know, I can't hate on them. Tom man. Shady? I'm, I'm about to tell Yo, chill. <laughs> I thought you said you was done hating on the man. I, I, but I got one more. When I, whenever somebody says Tom Brady, I say, because I'm letting the air out the ball. Ashley told me this is good when she said, you know Tom Brady's favorite letter? What? S. Stop. Stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But anyways, tell them what kind of music they got to listen to. So um, I actually been listening to a few new albums. Actually, um, a boogie with the hoodie just dropped Artist 2.0 a few days ago, February 14th. It's fire. You definitely got to check that out. You know Brent Fayez. He dropped Fuck the World February Who the world? 7th. Fuck the you world. You can't buy that in Walmart. Listen, but you can get it on Apple Music. Oh, my God. <laughs> you can. I love that album. It is so wonderful. Um, also, also, if you guys um, listen to, like like we were talking about earlier, Pop Smoke, you know, Meet the Movie 2, definitely got to check that out. That album is about to be, like, number one. Yeah, it probably will be. It's a dope. It's a dope one. Um, we also have Tink throwing it back. Tink, I have not heard her really drop too much. What? In the yeah, I'm hype about that. Yeah, she dropped a uh, hopeless romantic. She dropped it on February 14th. I started listening to it. Oh my god, I love. Uh, I I would say uh, 
few of those songs on there, I really like them. Like, and she really did her thing on that. And then, of course, Fetty Wap. He dropped a couple things. Yeah, so. <laughs> I haven't heard Fetty Wap in a minute either. So, uh, Trap and B. So, <laughs> you know how that goes. Well, that's cool. That's cool. Well, I appreciate your time. I appreciate your effort. And I definitely appreciate your energy. Of course. Mm-hmm. We do have a couple um, upcoming events on and off campus within the next couple weeks. Um, actually, this Saturday, February 22nd, we have Jetlag TV Awards. That is a South Carolina Music Awards. It's in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Sparkle City. Yep. So, you know, if y'all, <laughs> if y'all want to take a, you know, go out there and, you know, show up to a Music Awards event, the tickets aren't too expensive. So, you know, definitely go out there, support. Um, there's also a networking networking event um, with the Black Alumni, February 24th at 5.30, Russell House Ballroom. Um, there is also Back to Black, which is a talent show. That's going to be February 28th, next Friday, also in Russell House. Dress to impress with all of these events that I'm letting you know about. <laughs> and then there's also the African American Leadership Conference, February 29th at 8 a.m., Darla Moore School of Business. So if y'all want to take, you know, go out, <laughs> enjoy yourself, these are some great events to show up to. So, absolutely, absolutely, definitely. Absolutely. And then, you know, Price is Right is coming to Columbia. Really? Yeah. Oh my April God. 10th is coming to Columbia. So, you know, come on out. You might win a brand new car. <laughs> Definitely um, be on the lookout for that. For sure. I that, think I'm going to catch it in Greenville, though, the uh, following weekend. Yeah, take that, my mama out there. That would be sweet, actually. Uh, <laughs> my okay. mom and my auntie. Shout out, Auntie Dot. <laughs> sure. Yeah, but you know what? Today, today we're sad because of, you know, passing. And, you know, we have to give you news that it's not necessarily easy to give, but... You know, the fact that you're willing to listen is going to make us keep wanting to inform you all. So we hope in our we our hope and our prayer is that you find some relief, some motivation throughout the day to keep going. Uh, I wrote this this thing. I have a group chat with uh, my my millennial cousins and I said something yesterday and I'm going to put it on air. Find what motivates you and exploit it. Mm. So if you got to get out of bed with music blasting, I need you to soon as that clock hit, I need you to hit it. Boom. And it, I mean, it could be anything. Oops, I did it again. <laughs> Whatever it is. Say, I talked to this with my phone back in the day, by the way. <laughs> but yeah, so whatever motivates you, figure it out and exploit it. Because who's better to live the best life and why not you? That's what we got today. This is Push Start. Push Start is a name that came from me in one of the, you know, not so good well times in my life but it turned out to be the best time in my life because it told me that it showed me to appreciate people and not things sure. came from a car that had a bad start and we used to literally have to push it to start it mm-hmm. you know people thought i was training for football so <laughs> you know push it me and my mom popped the clutch so but that car got me to a lot of shows it got me to a lot of practices a lot of camps and i was just able to do a lot of things so whatever your push is start Let's get it. This is Push Start with Chris Ten and my good friend, Gabby E. We out. (laughs) This podcast is part of a Garnet Media Group podcast network. 
Garnet Media Group is a partnership between the student-run media outlets at the University of South Carolina. Find out more about Garnet Media Group's podcast and other student work on garnetmedia.org.